This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our Sex Podcast Collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. What haven't you tried that you'd like to? Hmm. Um, threesome is on my bucket list. Yeah. Particularly, like, two men feels like um, some kind of Everest that I want to achieve. Yeah. Specifically, like, two men who are pleasuring me. So that's something yeah. I want, for sure. Agreed. I would like to have double penetration, but with, like, two bodies. Not just, like, a toy and a, and a dick. You know? Well, I'm not... I, I guess I'm not worried about you guys passing. <laughs> <laughs> It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died, so my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. We are chatting about sex once or twice a week. You know, it depends on the season. This time, we have two lovely guests on the show. They're Girls on Porn. Woo-hoo-hoo! Girls on Porn is a podcast that is an incredible look at porn, discovering what is ethical, what is not, what should we be purchasing. Basically, I learned a shitload by being on their podcast, I also think that them coming on our podcast was also an educational experience. It was fun. And I got to tell you, I felt like I was uh, with Melissa and Joan Rivers talking about like the Oscars, but the Oscars for born or something. Laura Ramaday and Rachel Napoleon, two performers that are absolutely hilarious actors, performers, comedians, whatever you want to call them. Well, they're well, not porn stars, so they're not two adult performers in case anybody Oh, yes, was, yes, yes. In case you little sneaky freaks were thinking that's what was going on. They're not. They're just porn enthusiasts. And so porn we're enthusiasts. learning alongside them. And I hope you guys enjoy this this wonderful romp in the porn fields. I think you're going to find that it demystifies porn, especially women consuming porn, which I like. Enjoy. Laura and Rachel, welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you, so, you much so much for, for having, having us. us. We are fucking pumped to have you. We just had an incredible interview with you guys on Girls on Porn. It's yes. true. It's true. It was really fun. Yeah. We talked about porn. Can you believe it? We did. Yeah. I know. You asked Spoiler. my mom and I to both look at porn, uh, same porn. And, same uh, porn, same time. Not together. Same room. No. Oh, right. We left that up to you. We left that up to you whether you wanted to do that or not. And we chose not to. Okay, yeah, we sure. chose not to. But essentially, we kind of were watching at the same time because my mom could not get on the porn website that you pay for, which is noble and definitely, definitely what we should be doing. But you should not be calling your son to uh, figure out how <laughs> to get I was calling because I couldn't figure it out. I was starting to have anxiety attack. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't get on a porn site. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> that's that's in this day anxiety. and age she doesn't give a fuck about covid but when it comes yeah, to getting yeah. on porn sites if she has any lag at all yeah. <laughs> any delay in the login process yeah and, and you know it was a, it was a wonderful time to dissect these uh porns with you and mm-hmm. i wanted mm-hmm. to know just right off the bat you guys host a podcast called girls on porn mm-hmm. why yeah. why do you do it <laughs> wow what a great question why do we do um, it? You know, because we love porn. We mm-hmm. love porn and we're uh, passionate about destigmatizing uh, sex work in general and sex. Um, and we also wanted to show people that there is good porn out there that isn't just, uh, you know, like sex trafficking. <laughs> mm-hmm. And to pay for it, to pay for it, help support these industries. I low key wanted to actually disrupt a lot of the problem areas in mainstream <laughs> porn and to like present people with better porn to consume. Cause I think we should all watch porn, but right now the industry is monopolized by companies that don't necessarily protect sex workers. And right. sometimes I would watch porn and be turned on and then turned off, like worrying about, is she okay? <laughs> you know, or like, who is this person yeah. in this video? Did they get paid for this? Is yeah. she getting paid? Uh, yeah. Does this person have agency, et cetera, et cetera. So that was a big part of it was like just on the hunt for better porn. But it also was just inspired by the fact that Rachel and I became better friends sharing a like mutual sex positivity and enthusiasm for porn. And then when we moved into the same apartment together, I was like, damn, we're going to talk about sex and porn a lot. We should make a podcast. And here we are. And, oh, and wow. do you feel like this is unusual that you guys would have this um comfort level about porn and i'm talking about for women yes mm-hmm. my day and age first of all i can tell you right now i don't think any of my friends has have ever even watched porn. what yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i'm telling you yeah it was not a thing and 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 i mean it was like something that you do behind closed doors with you know maybe with your mm-hmm. your husband uh, and, and even that would be like you know pretending like i wasn't liking it when i really was liking it so mm-hmm. It, it, it wasn't that comfortable. And now I think it's definitely more comfortable for women to admit that they watch porn. Right. But, I mean, what what's your take on it since you're, I'm sure, discussing this way more than we are? Yeah. I mean, th- we always kind of found ourselves as anomalies, I think, in yeah. our sex Yeah, I've certainly been told that I was an anomaly and didn't find myself yeah. talking to a lot of women about it, mostly just men who were like, oh, cool, you watch porn. And then it became like a trading card. Yeah. And then found people like Rachel who watch it. And now mm. more than ever, like friends are like, hey, like what porn should I watch or will like be curious about it? So I think people want to. I think we're just socialized not to mm-hmm. as women. Yeah. Once we started this podcast, it was interesting to see all the people that came out of the woodwork being like, oh, do you know about um, cream pies? <laughs> like, we're like, yeah, we do, actually. They're like, cool, cool, cool. Because I've never really talked to anyone about it. So I'd love to know like what your thoughts are, um, yeah. which has been really great. I mean, especially with girls, like w- women and well, any, every gender, it's just seeing people feel comfortable to talk about it is exciting. Well, while we're on the subject, what are your thoughts on cream pies? I love them. <laughs> love them. <laughs> love you a cream should pie. define it for the elder statesmen that are listening to this podcast. What a cream pie is? Oh, sure. Okay, You're talking so, about vaginal, yes, or anal. Yes, or... uh, a cream pie is is actually I actually don't know if it's traditionally vaginal or anal, but um, I think it's traditionally part, vaginal, it's vaginal. But like you can say yeah. anal cream pie. 
Yeah, at it, it where the ejaculate is inside, and then it drips out, mm-hmm. or is like just squished just out, an internal like in a cream, shop. like in a pastry, yeah. like a cream filled yeah. dessert. I'm not like a particular fan right. of the it cream pie. Like I don't need to like see the jizz, but I like when someone comes oh. inside of me. So if a cream pie is like a natural result of see, someone like coming inside of me, I'm like sure. Yeah. But are we talking in real life or in porn? Because those are different things, too. Rachel, why do you love dripping? I like the dripping. I just like the idea that it was a lot. (laughs) That there was a lot. There was an an excessive amount of cum, and then it drips down. It's just sexy to me. I don't know know why. I don't know why. But I also, like, as someone, I like the feeling of it. Like, I like when someone comes inside me and then it drips out. I don't know why. Well, for one thing, it saves on lube. It does. <laughs> it does. I actually, I just, I just like the dessert. I, oh, sure. What? I really do like cream pies in the sense of... Like a Boston cream pie? Yeah, yeah, I do. So I, th- I think I'm... Uh, I actually think I'm or a Are you a custard guy? <laughs> I would do both, honestly, but... Custard or cream. Okay. Yeah, either Fair. either one. I got a sweet tooth over mm. here. But I'm glad to hear that you speak <laughs> openly about cream pies. And I was wondering oh, yeah. if when you guys became friends, how quickly mm-hmm. it turned to, hey, you watch porn, I watch porn. What's going on here? Like, who's the, who was the instigator? Rachel was. Uh, and it took a gu- while. Guilty. You little, little <laughs> devious. Yes. Guilty. We met. Oh, I'm making noises. We met in a acting class and we're like aware of each other for a number of years and then would see each other at parties with mutual friends like we had one specific friend group that kind of converged and included both of us yeah and then we just started drinking and like gossiping like what was the leap right i mean alcohol was definitely a lubricant i was like like, yeah I, i was like hey i think i'm gonna i'm gonna fuck someone that i think that you know and not only am i gonna fuck him but i'm gonna i'm gonna fuck him in the ass yeah, like I, it to me, it was like and a total non sequitur. Yes, yes. Like that, Rachel was like, "I'm gonna peg this weekend," and I was like, "This bitch is fun." Like, <laughs> <laughs> she went from being like a perfectly nice person at a party to being someone who like blurts that in your face, like when you walk into a party. Oh, and I was like, "Yeah, God. I have to hang with this chick." So like, I think she yeah, just like that, tore the wall down. Honestly, that <laughs> yeah. is exactly my, that would be my role. Yeah, as yeah. I'm, you know, I like to I like to just freak people out right right from the get go. Yeah, nice. you need to you gotta suss them out real quick. You know, <laughs> you can either hang or you can't. You know. Yeah, I need to know. Yeah, <laughs> Rachel, how did, how did you gain that confidence to to speak so openly about sex? Um, gosh, I've always been a really horny kid. Like, I was the kid in elementary school that was having sleepovers where, like, we were renting the movie Unfaithful. You know? Like, I was like... <laughs> Good movie, eh, though. Good movie. I, yeah, That's like, a hot movie. Yes. Yeah. Like, I was like, guys, we're going to watch basically softcore porn together. And, like, that was my role in, in early onset in, like, social situations um, where I would had no problem kind of, like, you know, I'd be like, oh, look at this fun thing that I do. Like, I like to draw, like people having sex and <laughs> all my friends would like giggle about it um i always was that kid i don't know i was always a very sexual person so yeah i was all right like, so did you talk about this with your parents um not really like i knew like i knew it made my parents uncomfortable um because like when my mom tried to explain to me what sex was like it was just very cold and um lackluster i was like there's that's can't be it (laughs) that's not what that is not what titanic showed me so it can't be what you're serving me right now um so i knew i wasn't going to get it there 
you know? So I was like, I'm going to talk to my friends about it. Or like, I'll talk to my older sister or, you know, my cousins or anyone that I could talk to. Like, I was like, what's a boner? <laughs> and how does it work? Like, an early age. Is it there yeah. all the time? <laughs> right. Well, because for a long time I was like, okay, so you guys know what sex is, right? But, like, I, I didn't understand that, like, an erection happened. And I was like, so you guys know what sex is, but, like, how does a dick actually get it stay inside? Like, it's kind of mushy and floppy. Like, I didn't mushy. understand because. Yeah. Yeah, well, because, like, the sex education system in America is, you know, lacking. Broad. Yeah. yeah, and I didn't really get it until, like, what, like, sixth, seventh grade? But in, like, f- third grade, I was like, I know what sex is, but I don't understand the mechanics, and, like, why is no one telling me? I thought that soaking um, was sex, that, like, people would just lay on top of each other and hold still, and, like, somehow a penis would be involved. But, like, I thought it was, like, a, yeah. a movementless act <laughs> for, you know, this Cam- is, like, Cam- kindergarten, Cam first grade, but that was my assumption. You thought it went in the belly button? Yeah. Cam, yeah. Cam asked me if he figured it out. He said, I think I figured it out. Sex <laughs> is when you stick your penis in the girl's belly button, right? And I'm like, and I look at my husband and he's like, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> You're dealing with this. Yeah. This is going to be a long conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I brought you guys here. Is it actually. <laughs> <laughs> to educate Cam on that the belly button is not the point of entry. Yeah, the sure. belly button doesn't have the depth that you want, Cam. Yeah. I'm sorry. It doesn't. Yeah. Oh, it also you could certainly put a dick in a belly button, but it's probably not going to do what putting a dick in a couple other places would do. Okay, I'll yeah. keep that in mind. Yeah. yeah. You're there looking are for some like other a real orifices, orifices before like that. a nostril yeah. or something. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I <laughs> There's mean, bigger orifices you, you can might play as around well. with. Just keep, just keep oh, thinking about yeah. it. Keep brainstorming. You'll get there. But I love <laughs> the idea that you're exploring. <laughs> I'm really into that. Yeah, I'm all about Better starting your sexual journey late than never. You know. <laughs> so, Laura, do you have? Did how did sex become an open discussion topic for you? So I talk about it a ton on the podcast. Rachel's annoyed, but one big. <laughs> There were, like, a couple phases of, like, sexual education. Um, My mother was pretty good about just having frank conversations about sex, although they were fairly clinical, and she also waited for marriage. So there was sort of a, like, uh, implication of, like, when a man and a woman love each other. You know, it was a pretty, like, traditional heteronormative conversation, but it was still very frank and open. And there was, like, a book that I was sort of obsessed with for a time that was, like, an anatomical, like, growing bodies, and it had, like, pictures of, like, a boner in action (laughs) that all, like, they're a bird in my brain forever. So that was, like, elementary school, and then in middle school, my mom joined a Unitarian congregation, which is basically, like, a religion without rules or, like, real God stuff. Like, they'll talk about Buddha. Yeah, a very progressive religion. So we, they had a class called about your sexuality that I took as a seventh grader, I believe that was actually the kind of sex ed that everyone should get. Where like, we were assigned to buy some form of birth control, whether it be like a condom or a diaphragm, like to do that on our own Mm. so that when we needed to, we wouldn't be afraid or have like stigma about like buying condoms at the grocery store or the drugstore or what have you. And we had very frank conversations in that class and it was super educational and just opened me up about talking about sex and knowing that being educated about it was actually a way to arm myself against like STDs or pregnant, like actually that it was helpful to be educated. Um, And then I just had some friends that were like 
down to high five after sex. You know, like I just had like a good group of girlfriends that were very sex positive and very like, yeah, get out there. Let's fucking do it. Let's like, and like we made plenty the way of mistakes. You said that. What? The high five after sex. I like that. Like you were having sex with them and they, you were high fiving afterwards. <laughs> that also could have happened. Yeah. No, I had like specific yeah. memories of like having sex in a tough shed in the backyard during a party and then going back to the party. And like oh, high fiving sure. my friends that I got yeah. late. Like those were the kinds of girlfriends yeah. I had. So like, go back, go back, go back. What kind of shed? Tough shed. <laughs> what the hell is a tough shed? An empty backyard shed with a dirt floor. I can't recommend having sex in one, but I did. <laughs> we we had someone else on that the show. That was how you lost your virginity. Sex in a shed. No, no, that's just a place I had sex, and that wasn't my virginity. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We but just, just like a shed, like a tool shed. Yeah. Tough shed is just a brand of shed. So I've really yeah. just like plugged tough shed in the best way. <laughs> For a percentage <laughs> off of tough shed, use <laughs> sex talk with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Promo code mom, but I would prefer one that had like a plastic bottom. Uh, yeah. yeah. The yeah. dirt yeah. floor was no help, let yeah. me tell you. Yeah. Definitely get their yeah. upgraded model. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, I read somewhere that you also went to the red light district with your mom. True? Yes. Wow, you've done your research. Yeah. My mom took me on two trips when I was in high school to these, like, Adlerian psychology conferences. So they were, like, educational trips. But those are, like, two of the only times I've been to Europe. One was in... Switzerland and one was in the Netherlands and when we were in the Netherlands we went to the red light district also with my friend Ben who also happened to be my first kiss but it was just like educational like let's go check out the red light district oh, wow. Uh, wow. and we went as like I think I was like 14 or 15 at the Did time you see women in the windows and like ah. yeah blowing cigarettes out of their vagina yeah oh. I mean not that like things like that weren't really happening in the windows it was really just women being like hey like just kind of like sitting yeah. around or Hi. like waving you know <laughs> like I didn't actually go see like any shows it was just sort of passing yeah. through and like you know seeing people the come original out like looking girl. guilty yeah the original cam girl the like original a girl cam. in a window only yeah. you can actually I go and have sex with her I yeah. I really liked. I saw a porn. It was a a porn uh, about that. Like I think it was pretty realistic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. About like and someone not, having sex with like someone in the red light district. Yeah, yeah. I oh. hope you're not going to tell me that was bad too. <laughs> <laughs> we we were just on their podcast where I just was completely demoralized. <laughs> no, my, my no. favorite to casting couch, which you listeners, you sneaky freaks all know is my yeah. favorite, favorite type of porn. <laughs> now I'm finding out that they, it could be something non-consensual. I destroyed yeah. it. Oh, oh no. no. She killed me on the casting yeah. couch. People, I'm not, it's I'm not, hard. I'm not over it quite yet. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, you guys, how often are you watching porn? Too much. Ooh, almost, almost every day. <laughs> Yeah, it's research. Yeah. Uh, it, does it feel like work now, or does it feel like, you know, you're still? It can just feel like it. work. Like I think it's the same way. Like yeah. working in like the TV and film industry, like it can be like it can feel inescapable to be like I know everybody on the show, or I'm thinking about how the show is made. But the same way, it's a testament to a great show or movie if you forget that you're watching a show or movie, or you forget that you're yeah. dissecting the work. If like a You're testament to a great porn is when I get like turned on, even though it's 8 a.m. and I'm taking notes and I'm like grouchy that I have to be watching porn yeah. that early oh. in the morning. OK. Yeah. So, OK. So like, let's get into that. Let's yeah. get in. OK. Yeah. What are you looking for? What makes great porn? Oof. I'm uh, looking for production value. 
Mm-hmm. Production value. I feel you. Yeah, like if I am. Sli- I, I'm if looking for sli- a nice set or like outdoors. I want to. I want like good cameras. I want like you know some good editing. Some good yeah, harp. Rachel loves like an Italian yeah. villa or like yeah, a chalet and like great Somewhat lighting. Romantic. Yeah, a little bit. Like yeah. a romantic atmosphere. Yeah, uh, I, I just like that damn couch. <laughs> just, just a couch that's abused couch. That's all I need. <laughs> that leather abused couch. That's right. Wipes the same clean. damn couch. Yeah. With the, same the black guy leather couch. Sh- the trustworthy. Yeah. 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 You know it well. I, and he's got mm-hmm. and, he, and a little end table. That's it. I like some production value, just to like good lighting that makes people look good, but only if yeah. it doesn't take me out of it. Like I much prefer like realism, and I really want to believe that the people want to be fucking each other. Like great chemistry. Yeah. D- it does more than Dynamics. anything for me. Like. Between there could be a great little like I don't yeah. need a whole ass story, but if there's a little bit of a like intrigue or like something that helps me buy into like why they're fucking or they have to be fucking. But honestly, I don't necessarily need that if the chemistry is really strong and like the sex feels urgent. And do you, are do you have favorite actors? Like I love Derek Pierce. Oh, nice. We've had him oh. on our show. And is he one of your faves, or do you know do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I like Derek I, Pierce. We also we love Damon Dice. Who we talked about on our show. We love Mickey Maud. I say we. We don't have to all agree. Yeah. Rachel yeah. can have her own opinions. It's true. It's uh, true. We I also love, love Michael Mod. Vegas. Both Mickey and Michael have come on the show, and we want to bring Damon yeah. on. Um, there's some fave performance for sure. I also love Stoya. Mm-hmm. Um, she's fantastic and always like playful and believable. Like her big thing, I think, is that she's. Like, I just buy that she wants to be fucking the people that she's fucking. Like, she makes a lot of her own videos, and they are very, like, realistic. Like, they're just in a hotel room, and it's her with her, like, performer friend being like, all right, let's fuck. And, like, they get into it, and I believe it. And that's all Mm -hmm. I need. Yeah. Uh, Owen Gray is another personal favorite. Vex Ashley Mm -hmm. is another one of my favorite performers. Yeah. And she's also a director Um, and producer. It makes really great kinky porn. Mm-hmm. It just it just baffles me because I've talked to other um, porn stars and they're like they literally like C- Cindy Starfall said she literally can meet them like that moment on the set mm-hmm. yeah and said okay my name is so and so your name is so and so let's fuck let's yeah. fuck and that's it and they <laughs> fuck Cam let's talk about the importance of masturbating during Corona time oh yeah instead of just going out and hooking up with people who have COVID nineteen. Stay at home, fuck yourself, fuck your partner, and to do it, use UberLube. UberLube to save the day. It's great for all kinds of play. Ooh, I'm rhyming. Vaginal, oral, or anal. UberLube is a luxurious, high-grade silicone lubricant. Silicone meaning that it's not going to permeate your skin barrier and get into your bloodstream, which some water-based lubes can do. It's a silicone lube with body-friendly ingredients. Women my age, or women of any age, are going to experience dryness, especially if you have marathon sex going on. You want to have a little lubricant there to make it better. Wetter is better. Let me tell you something, Mother. It's not just women your age. It's also me. My dick is dry as a bone. I got to put a fucking some lube on there if I'm going to have any sort of pleasure. Okay. So what do I use? The favorite of all. The number one lube on the market. No scent, no flavor. It's just Basic, beautifully bottled lube. Right now, you can get a very special offer, 10% off and free shipping when you use code MOM, M-O-M, at uberlube.com. That's 10% off and free shipping. Just use code MOM at U-B-E-R-Lube.com. 
What is ethical porn? So ethical porn, to sort of clearly like summarize the way that we define it and seek it out, yeah. is um, compensation, representation, and safety. So yeah. like representation and inclusion, meaning like it's ethical in that there's not a racially problematic dynamic at place at play mm -hmm. or um we're seeing like a diversity of the kind of performer or the kind of identities right. in porn it's not just so, all white bodies yeah um or it's not just like all straight bodies like yeah to me it is ethical to be inclusive of queer identities mm -hmm. and of different races and like just to be diverse in the kind of porn that you're pr producing and to not be problematic in the way that you're featuring for example a black performer because um, yeah. there's so many so many problem areas in porn there. It's also um, transparency and safety, I said. It's about, like, do we know that consent is present? Do we know that the um, everybody is safe and that their boundaries are being accounted for? That's a big piece of it. And then also compensation, that we know yeah. that the performers are being paid and that they're not being, you know, exploited and sex trafficked and just mm -hmm. having sex on camera, unaware of that being like that happening or doing so for free or for less than fair compensation. So those are sort of the yeah. three pillars that we try to define ethical porn by. Yeah. Yeah. Have your preferred genres changed over the course of doing this podcast? I definitely yes. found out things that I that I didn't know that I liked, Ooh, you know, like what? Um, I mean, I'll never forget when I found when I saw like Lance Hart getting a wedgie and I was like, why am I wet right now? <laughs> this is exciting. <laughs> really? Yeah. I saw so there's a thing for wedgies. Oh, yeah. There's a huge thing for wedgies. Because uh, like, someone someone asked me about wedgies and stuff. I'm like, why are you asking me about yeah. that? That's a strange preference. Yeah. There. Wedgies are was, like, a huge. Whole thing. I think it just goes. I didn't realize that I was into like femdom. Um, mm. But I am. I'm into I'm I didn't think that I would that would ever come across and like something that I looked for. But yeah, mm -hmm. I like, but what you're interested see, I found what, what I was interested in in porn is not necessarily, again, it's like all about fantasy. It's not yes. what I'd want to necessarily do in real life. So your mind can go anywhere. Yeah, it's true. Which my mind does go everywhere. Right. And sometimes it's like the, the scariest stuff or the stuff that, you know, would be the kinkiest in my mind, something I'd never want to do. Right. Mm -hmm. But it would turn me on the most. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I didn't think that, I mean, I like watching pegging, which is why I thought that I would like to do it. But it's not necessarily something that I enjoy doing. You know? Mm -hmm. Do you guys, Do you guys think that, do you guys agree with my mom in that it is like, in the, on, the, on the whole, it's just a fantasy. You don't necessarily want to do it? Yeah. I think so. I think not I mean, as a rule. I certainly yeah. think like porn is a fantasy space so you should be free to like explore stuff that would feel intimidating in real life or you might want to watch something more hardcore than you'd necessarily want in real life but i also watch porn where i'm like that looks like sex i have and enjoy mm -hmm. it like it's not there's it's sort of an overlap again it's a venn diagram yeah um, and there's a spectrum really of, yeah. of all kinds yeah like i definitely watch porn of stuff that i wouldn't want to do and enjoy it um, but I also watch porn where I'm like, this looks and feels like sex that I would have. Right. And that is hot to me. Wait, Cam, Cam, why did you ask that? Because <laughs> I don't tend to, I, when I watch porn, it's usually like, oh, this is, this is what I do and this is what I like. You know, this, it's, oh. I don't, I don't think it's, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's not necessarily like you don't, you're not looking for the fantasy of it. Right. Yeah. Mm. 
I'm also. So you're never you're not searching for stepsister. No, certainly not. I'm actually. <laughs> I tend to feel very disturbed when I find videos like that. Really? Yeah, I'm like, oh, is that not appealing? Yeah, I mean, that whole thing I think is. Once when we like when I really started to like we talked about it on the show and broke it down and I was like I guess I understand that it's all about taboo you know and you know that it's not real in porn yeah mm-hmm. for me so I, I can't even go see horror movies because I I immediately become the protagonist <laughs> and I'm like I'm <laughs> getting chased right now I'm gonna die right yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're a sensitive creature. It's I'm a sensitive soul. I, I actually have gotten into audio porn because of this. I th- oh, because it kind of allows my my mind to make up my own images and right. But I still well, legit. Kind of... If you go to dipsy.com/gop, you can <laughs> just get it up. <laughs> and mom yeah. too. There you go. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. Same sponsor. Yeah. But I, I actually, one of my friends who's my age, that you know, the over fifty crowd. Yeah. He started watching porn in his, I don't know what age, 20 or something. Mm. And he said that um, because he started watching transgendered porn, yeah, he became very interested in only seeing transgendered oh. people. Hmm. So it, it could open your eyes to ideas that you never thought about. I, yeah, I also know they. people who like like women who are like, why am I watching so much lesbian porn? Or like we had a guest on the show who was like, yeah, I was watching a lot of threesome porn. This is a gay man. And he was like, I was watching a lot of threesome porn. And then I'd slowly move the woman out of the picture until (laughs) I evolved to just watch a gay porn. So like, yeah, porn can go hand in hand with a a sexual exploration for sure. And awakening, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I knew another guy that said he liked to watch both and he, this was like, he was like a high school kid. Yeah. I like to watch both male and female so I can manage myself in both roles. Oh. Mm. Interesting. Mood. I mean, but isn't that the fascinating thing about porn, though? It's like, look at all this things, the things that you can do with your imagination. <laughs> that is true. Look at that. Mom, do you, you want to play Mom Don't Ask That? I do. <gasps> I want to play Mom Don't Ask That. Do you guys want to play yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, you want to describe the game while I get the... The little magic hat. Okay, so my mother has this magic hat full of questions a mother should not ask. Oh, great. <laughs> it, should I ask anyone or should not ask no, people no, in the he, presence he's not of her should son? should not ask. No, it's just uh, it, moms don't typically ask that. That's oh, okay. With the way we usually describe oh, okay. it. Okay. So um, typically ask. Yeah. Definitely uh, in the presence of her son. But we're doing <laughs> it anyways. Ooh. For your enjoyment. Okay. And I, I'm... I'm looking for a question that, um, and by the way, you can pass too. Okay. On all this. Okay. That's no fun, but good to <laughs> know it's an option. I feel challenged <laughs> now. Yeah. Okay. What's the best sex tip someone gave you? Oh, gosh. Um, I feel like in my early years of like blowjobs, a gay man told me about like the bottom of a dick. As opposed, like, I think I was, like, focusing too much energy on, like, the head and, like, a bobbing motion. And he described a certain amount of pressure and also, like, the underseam of a dick. Um, mm. And then also, like, a, a motion with hands. Um, yeah. 
you can see it on Zoom, but your listeners can't hear. But it's sort of a gentle, like, twisting motion. Yeah, this is, so this was the, the the dick is pointed all, I'm not doing any, this is terrible mime, because the dick has been all over the place. But if, like, we have a dick, and we have an underseam of a dick, and then also, like, a a twisting motion a little bit. Oh, sure. um, Those were exciting pointers that elevated my blowjob game, I would say. I don't actually. You know what? Yeah, a, a mother son. We we interviewed a mother and son. I mean, I'm sorry, a mother daughter hooker. They call themselves hookers, um, and they taught. Uh, they they spoke about like th- that's what happens if you're trying to get someone hard. Mm-hmm. You put a lot of pressure all the way down at the base there, like the way you were describing, mm-hmm. and oh. that brings the blood flow in that area and it gets it, it gets oh, it going. That's so a we, much we more scientific version of what I just said. I appreciate that yeah. from the. The, the self-proclaimed hooker, yeah. hookers that you brought on the show. That's great. I don't know if anyone ever told me, or, or I can't remember who told me to, but I think just the first time ever someone was like, hey, try to play around with a guy's asshole. Let's just see what happens. <laughs> you know? And what <laughs> what have you discovered? A lot of guys are into it. Really? Oh, yeah. What about guys who aren't into it? Then we find out very soon. <laughs> <laughs> do you usually and, ask first or do you just go for it? Um. Well, I usually, like, if I'm giving head or something, like, you know, maybe, like, I'll wet my finger and just kind of, like, inch a finger around, like, around the asshole, you know, just to kind of test the waters. And then if they're like, wouldn't, please don't do that. You wouldn't pull out a big dildo and stick no. it in there. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I warm it up with just, like, I just trace my finger around the asshole and if the guy's like don't like i don't like that <laughs> i'm like okay okay great but you, but um, um a lot of times it's it's been it's been welcomed okay two good tips yeah <laughs> here we go what haven't you tried that you'd like to sexually drugs and uh, anything that we haven't covered yet mm-hmm um, threesome is on my bucket list. Yeah. Particularly like both ways. I I date men and women, so like any arrangement there would be great. Um but in particular, like two men feels like um some kind of Everest that I want to achieve. Yeah. Specifically like two men who are pleasuring me. So that's something yeah. I want. For sure. Agreed. I would like to have double penetration, but with like two bodies, not just like a toy and a and a dick, you know. Well, I'm not. I, I guess I'm not worried about you guys passing. <laughs> <laughs> how how has this? How has girls on porn affected your romantic lives? Um, mostly it's good because I'm just having more conversations about sex with more people and sooner, like both friends and people I'm dating. That people are like, "Oh, you're." sex positive so like we can talk about stuff and sometimes isn't that great by the way yeah i love it like i love just like not no uh, no icebreakers just go right down to the the nitty yeah or just like stating plainly like things you're into or what you expect or like what you like like that's great to get ahead of i will say that there is a weird thing that has happened a couple times where i think partners have expected me to be like some so an wild expert. and bad yeah like <laughs> yeah, to be an yeah. expert or to like it's been intimidating yeah. where i feel like a couple partners have been like have tried weird things and i've been like what are you doing and they're like yeah. i'm trying to be like, edgy like, like i was yeah like i was like kissing someone once and we we're just like making out on the street and he like held my mouth open in a weird way and like did a crazy thing like 
with my face and my mouth and a tongue that I just wasn't into. And I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, I'm trying to be edgy. I love and that. I was mind. like, you don't yeah. have to. You don't have to do that. Yeah, you know, like you, you can try to... anything, but like you don't have to try harder with me. Yeah. Than to just like do stuff that is fun for you. Yeah. So sometimes right. there's that hurdle that I just have to be like, calm mm. down. Like, I'm open, but I'm also quite vanilla in my sex life as often <laughs> as I am like experimental. So it's not. There's no pressure to like keep up. Mm. You know. So do you talk about like stuff personally that you guys do, like like say you went on a, like that date would you talk about it on your podcast the next time you met? We we try to leave names out and we definitely yeah. don't have like a tracking narrative like mm-hmm. like about guys we fucked is another podcast yeah. where like you keep up with like who they're dating and how's it how it's going. I would hate that like I'm pretty private about yeah. Like I'll, I'll take a while to tell my friends who I'm dating cuz I want to like know who it what it is first before I expose it to like yeah. scrutiny. Um but we do talk about like experience. It's more isolated experiences in the past. Like I just yeah. was like this happened once, but like I'm not currently dating that person. We're not mm-hmm. all like keeping score of like how it's going, but like we're very open about experiences, but we definitely like leave out names. Yeah. Um and yeah, even for a time, Rachel's like boyfriend was like not talked about on the show, and now it's yeah, it's found like he's found his way into the narrative, but <laughs> yeah. it's not like how's your sex last night with your boyfriend, right? Right. <laughs> and I also don't, I never say like in my sexual experiences that we talk about on the show, I'm never like, oh, that was with my my current boyfriend, you know, like yeah, that pegging was my current boyfriend yeah. from <laughs> last night, and it was awesome. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, he just. Yeah, we're, I'm pretty pri- not pretty private. I mean, I talk about a lot of stuff, but with that, just because he's private, so you know, I don't air out. Yeah, it's hard. It's, what can? it's hard to navigate sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, like a trial and error situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mom, we probably have question uh, time for one more question. I'll pick a good one. Okay. Then. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Your shining moment. Who were you most proud to have slept with, famous or celebrity? Oh, oh wow. Oh, um, no. Now, see, now we might have to pass because I'm like, yeah. oh, no, it's names. Like, we oh, don't we say names. Oh, we got a stumper. It, oh, Is it yikes. Bill Clinton? Tell me if no, it's Bill Clinton. it's not Bill Clinton. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. No, I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, no, oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can say because I don't want them to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I made out with Tay Diggs once. That was cool. Oh damn! No. Yeah, I did. Whoa. Yeah. And how Stella got her groove back? <laughs> <laughs> it was in that got, film. I mean, Rachel was in that making out with Tay Diggs. I was in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I did make that, out with him huge. once. Yeah. Say no more. Yeah. You're my hero. Oh, thank you. Amazing. <laughs> Let's leave it at that because I don't feel <laughs> comfortable <laughs> saying a name. We, yeah. do, we do wow. end with the same question, which is, have you ever walked in on a parent having sex or vice versa? Mm. No. no. My parents have a sexless marriage, un- unfortunately, for wow. them. Wow. <laughs> the irony. I know. Right? Yeah. The irony. I know. I've never walked in on my parents having sex, but I think there was, like, one time when I think they just finished where, like, I was having a nightmare and was like trying to be in their room and the door was locked and then when I like climbed into bed with them they weren't fully clothed but I didn't like catch <laughs> an act I know it's a little like Ugh, but like at the time I was like what's happening here and I think yeah. it, like <laughs> retroactively I was like yeah I think they were just having sex and I ruined it um, oh. yeah but I never However, yeah, I never like when I lost my virginity 
my the my boyfriend's parent walked in when I was losing my virginity. So oh, wow. that's embarrassing. Yeah, it was embarrassing. <laughs> boyfriend's so parent mid virginity. Oh, I hid. I cl- hid in the closet. Ran away. Oh, <laughs> the that classic. Was my, and, yeah. And and then after they left, you went back to it. Um. Yeah. Well, no. Actually, I think he took me home. I think he was like, moment's gone. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. And I remember the being driven home being like, that was insane. Like, if that is sex, like, oh, my God, I can't wait to have more of it. <laughs> and he was like, that wasn't even that great. Like, my mom walked in. <laughs> so it was a good experience losing your virginity. Yeah, it was. You're yeah. like, I know, so that was, was the best you part. Too? Your mom walked yeah. in. Yeah. Wait, no, just in general, because I think that sets the stage. It does, yeah. Would you agree, Laura? What with what that someone watching your first sex sets the stage no, for the rest of your sex no, life? No, no, no. I'm talking about like, would you agree that like having a a good, positive, fun sexual experience for the first time would set the stage for further positive sexual? Yeah, I, well, I think yeah, a first sexual experience like sets the stage in some way, and I think if you have like a lackluster, I mean, I think a first time is hard. Like Rachel being yeah. like, "That was amazing," is such an anomaly because yeah, like, it is. Yeah, my I, first, I'm like you, Rachel. My first sex experience was like, "That's gonna go in there," and like having to like get <laughs> used to just how it would go, and like just like it took me a long time to discover my pleasure and to like right. figure out how to come with other people versus using my shower head. Um, but I do think that like, yeah, like a great sexual experience can like really open a door, but I want to yeah. also encourage people who are like, I had a crappy first time. Virginity. Like, well, yeah. 90% probably. Yes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's, it's like, true. it's like, it's a skill and a talent like anything else. And it's also like something you're doing with someone else and you, the same way you got to like learn to well, there's so sing much pressure, or ride right? a bike. Like, you know, you'll get better at it with time, but certainly a good experience like opens the door to more good experiences. Yeah. For sure. Very true. Uh, where could people find your work if they wanted to find you guys? So the podcast is called Girls on Porn. You can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. That's true. You can find our website at girlsonporn.com. And we're on Instagram at Girls on Pern. That's porn without the O. And also on Twitter. We have a Twitter um, at GOP the podcast. Yeah. I love um, it. Talk you guys rock. So fun. Yeah, we really, I could tell you this is one of our faves. I always say that, but this is definitely one of our faves. Oh, thank awesome. You thank guys. you so much for having us on. And I'm sorry I destroyed casting couch porn, but like, listen, you're going to get it's over okay. this hurdle. You're going to find the right, like, maybe the platform you already watch is a good one, and we just don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for having us on the show. Truly. Thank you very much for coming on. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye. And that was our interview with Lauren Rachel from the Girls on Porn podcast. And you know what I'm going to say. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. Making out with Tay Diggs. Okay. This is a takeaway. We learned so much about ethical porn, about how porn has changed in their minds from doing this podcast. And all you hear about is Rachel making out with Tay Diggs. Yeah. And all the other games were fun as well. No, I think these girls are very bright. They're fun. And uh, it flew right by that interview. That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. And if you did, please share this with a friend. And please rate and review us wherever you're listening to this podcast. Like ratethispodcast.com slash mom. That will tell you exactly where you can rate and review us, and I'll give you specific directions. Super easy. Rate this podcast.com slash mom. I'm going to just go ahead and read a review. I would like to hear that. 
Scorpio Girl gave us five stars. She said this is her favorite feel-good podcast. Woohoo! After an episode or two, I was hooked. It was funny, educational, and inspiring. Definitely a comic relief and feel-good type of podcast. Love your dynamic and realness. Big fan of you guys. Oh, my God, Scorpio Girl. That is one of my favorite reviews of all time. Does that change your opinion, Scorpio's mother? Uh, I'm going to give Scorpios a benefit of the doubt. They're very passionate. They, they, anything that they love, they go, you know, full throttle. So I'm I'm not surprised about this particular Scorpio loving us. And the passion she puts towards us is remarkable. I love Scorpios, so I appreciate that, Scorpio girl. You love Scorpios. I never knew this. Mm-hmm. Why do, do you love them? Because they're opposite of Pisces? They're not opposite. Opposite on another... the spectrum. They're opposite Are on they? the spectrum. Yep. Oh, that's interesting. I've gotten along with them. You, anyway, you like that, and they're the horny sign too. In their waters. Yep. Astrology anyway, talk with my mom. We'll say astrology. Save it. Let us know when you write the review what your astrological sign is, because we love to to hear where everyone's perspective is coming from. We would also love if you joined us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom is where you can hear more content from Sex Talk with My Mom and our special guests like Rachel and Laura. Of girls on porn. So basically, Patreon is a membership platform. We have Patreon Hangouts, which once a month we get together with all you people. You can be on camera or or on Zoom or not on Zoom, depending on what you want to do, and just hang out with the sneaky freaks. And it's so much fun. It was very fun this past time, and and I cannot wait for the next time. And you can bring your pets. We have a community, peeps, a community of sneaky freaks, and we have our own special community text line which I will read to you right now. So get a pen and paper out because here we go. Our phone number that you should text us at is 310-356-3920. That's 310-356-3920. Join our community. You'll be entered right now. There's still time to enter our giveaway. We're giving away a Lalo vibrator. Oh yeah, to one lucky winner. And we have nearly 100 people, so you're, you do still have a good chance of winning. Uh, so join us. Text us. I think the only thing that's left is for you to sing, Mother. And I will sing. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and hanging out with the porn ex- expertise. Uh? Porn expertise. Oh, Love it. it, it you, you like it, huh? Yeah, it's pretty good, Moot. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty impressed. You guys, we love you. Keep chiming in. Text us. Keep in touch. We love you guys. Love you. Thanks for listening.